I feel like a lot of women just kind of get to the point where they're like, well, I guess this is just my body now. Like, this is what's going to happen. What if I laugh or run or do whatever? Like, um, tell us why you don't have to like live like that and you can do something about it. Yeah. So it's actually like really kind of hard to get into people's heads that it's not a normal thing. Mm -hmm. Um, it is common, very common, uh, particularly after childbirth, but it's not a normal thing to be happening as far as like leaking goes. Um, but because we're surrounded by our mothers and aunts and, you know, friends who have done this before us and they're all laughing about it and, oh yeah, that's just how it goes. You think, oh geez, okay. Um, no point in getting this checked out because this is it. This is, yeah. this is life now. Yeah. Like I'm not going to run a 10 K unless I, you know, pad myself up or I'm not going to be enjoying the trampoline with my kids or anything like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Just all the messages around us. Um, you know, they even have like adult underpants that are, they're, mm-hmm. they're so stylish now. So you don't even have to worry. You know? <laughs> Welcome to the Mindful Vitality Podcast. I'm your host, Holly Braddock, registered nutritionist, science nerd, and chocoholic. I'm here to break down the science behind gut health, hormones, and metabolism so you can feel confident, sexy, and happy again. I fully believe that knowledge is power and you have the ability to heal yourself. Let's dive into the episode. My name is Andrea Labor. I'm a pelvic floor focused uh, personal trainer and group fitness instructor. Uh, so what that means is I work with mostly moms and all women on getting core strength, either rebuilding or building for the first time. So uh, yeah, that's my my thing. I do that through. Uh, group fitness classes that I'm running online and personal training, which I am also running online. Amazing. So you kind of have your own journey with the pelvic floor health issues that inspired you to focus your business on helping women with similar issues. Do you want to tell us a bit about your journey? Yeah, sure. Um, So I have two children and I did not really notice any issues with my pelvic floor after I had my first. Um, but after I had my second, I started going back to the gym and I noticed that I was having some heaviness in my pelvis. I thought, oh, this this doesn't feel right. And then, you know, (laughs) lo and behold, you have a look and you're like, ha, probably not right. And then, you know, (laughs) Dr. Google tells you not good things. (laughs) got bad advice from Dr. Google. And uh, I, you know, tried to help myself that way um, mm-hmm. with poor information and not really knowing what was even going on with my body. And uh, so I just kind of pushed through. It kind of uh, resolved a little bit. Um, but then I started more intense training at the gym. So I was running quite a bit. Uh, and I was lifting weights quite a bit, but I didn't know what I was doing as far as pelvic floor stuff goes. So I didn't, I wasn't using my core properly. I wasn't breathing properly and it all just ended up very badly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I ended up with, uh, worsening my pelvic organ prolapse, which is what I had and, uh, just 
you know, managing just with taking a couple of days off the gym and then going back and, you know, wrecking it again. So it just, right. it wasn't good. So I needed to have a, an actual permanent solution to this uh, before I lost my mind completely because exercise is my mental health as well. Yeah. So it's uh, a big deal for me to have to, you know, check my ego and, uh, you know, reduce the weight that I was using and stuff like that as I was rebuilding my mm-hmm. public floor strength. Yeah. Okay. So, so were you experiencing um, like leaking then when you were working out? I actually didn't have any leaking. I've only okay. leaked, you know, had leaking once in my life. And it was actually when I started doing yoga uh, every day. I did yoga every day for 30 days. And, you know, at like day 27, I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> so that was, it was not the right type of yoga for me. Um, anyways, uh, I did not have leaking. I just had like a really heavy feeling. So mm. I felt like, um, kind of like when you're constipated and you know that there's something there, but it's not going anywhere. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, as far as that goes like on the rectum. And then I also had a uh, bladder prolapse. So that was like, um, I wasn't fully able to empty my bladder properly. Okay. I had to really strain to get going or to, push on the other side buddy, which is like, these are like, I don't know. Nobody tells you about this stuff. Nobody yeah. says, oh, I had trouble pee, like something that you think about or hear about. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, those were my symptoms. So it was, yeah, pretty terrible. Also came with a bad mood. <laughs> <laughs> and how long did it take you to kind of heal that up? Um, it's hard to say because it did kind of ebb and flow um, as I was learning more about it, and as I was changing changing my training program to uh, fix it, I would say, um, yeah, it's hard to say. I I would say between six and twelve months to get a handle on proper training, and then uh, beyond that, to be able to know where my limits are as far as like heavy lifting or heavier training. Um, so yeah, maybe, yeah, like 15, 16 months. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it probably varies for each woman, eh? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Varies. Okay. So you've tried everything to get your pre-baby body back, but nothing seems to work. You're even eating clean and working out and still the scale won't budge. Here's the thing. When it comes to weight loss, it's not just diet and exercise. There's so much more when it comes to your metabolism. Root causes of sluggish metabolism include hormone imbalances, imbalanced gut bacteria, blood sugar imbalances, sleep issues, and thyroid issues. Thyroid issues are especially common in women who have had children. So imagine getting off your strict diet and actually enjoying food again while still hitting your goals. It is possible. I work with women just like you all the time. We find the root cause of their sluggish metabolism with testing and then I build a personalized science-based protocol that helps to reset your metabolism for sustainable weight loss. It means no crash diets, no gimmicks, and 100% science-based results. If you want to learn more, head to the link in the show notes and book a free wellness strategy session with me. (laughs) 
And um, the other thing I was thinking of was in terms of like women and postpartum weight gain, um, mm -hmm. I, I talked to a lot of women where they say like they gained weight with their first and they, they lost maybe some of it, but not all of it. And then with their second, they gain and they just keep gaining or they are like yeah. staying at their baby weight and they just can't seem to drop. Um, right. And that's where I'm always like, okay, we look at exercise obviously. And I know you do like personal training as well, but I always want to like empower women to know that it's very common to have um, thyroid issues after having children. And that's mm -hmm. like huge for your metabolism. So I highly recommend getting that tested if, you, if you're struggling with weight and you feel like you're doing everything right and it's not budging, yeah. then it could be yeah. that. Absolutely. Yeah. And like stress is going to play a major role in that as well, right? With the weight gain. I know for myself, you know, I, I gained 50 pounds with my first uh, baby and she was the little wee one, 5'10". And then uh, I lost it all by the time I was uh, pregnant with my second. But mm -hmm. then when I had my second, I, I gained like 40 pounds or something with that pregnancy, but I gained... 40 pounds after she was born, okay. right? So that for me was probably hormonal. Um, yeah. A lot to do with stress as well, right? You're not sleeping. You're, you know, I have uh, some sensory defensiveness. So, you know, constant uh, noise or being touched or whatever, all that stuff just skyrockets my stress. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, lot lot of contributing factors for sure. Um, yeah. My advice on that, like next to getting your hormones checked out mm -hmm. and dealing with that kind of at that level is to really focus on just caring for yourself, right? So, you know, working on your, your mindset, like you were a person before you were a mother. So right. that person still needs to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. um, so that for me is really important to get that message across. Um, and, you know, people will come to me and say, well, what do I eat? What do I do? What about this? And, you know, just tell me what to eat. And I, <laughs> I say, you know, I want them to add stuff, add more water, add more veggies and fiber and fruit and all these things. Uh, add more because we're probably not getting enough of the good stuff. Yeah. So, especially if you know, they are working out, if they're working with you, then like a lot of people, I feel like, especially women that are always been conscious about their weight, then all of a sudden, like now they're exercising because they're trying to get healthy, but then they're like, oh my God, I'm so hungry all the time, but I shouldn't eat more. And like, yes, you do need to eat more. Yeah, like, but yeah, healthy things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like if you're eating more of the good stuff, you're not really packing on that many calories into mm -hmm. your you know daily intake. So, and like, we need all the things that we're putting into our body as far as like the healthy stuff goes we've got to have that yeah so, yeah, I think I just reassuring them that it's it's so hard because our the diet culture industry has like bombarded us with messaging saying that weight loss is calories or yeah food and exercise but yeah there's so many other factors so people just think mm -hmm. okay I have to do both of those things but what if I'm already doing those things and nothing's working or like if I'm trying to lose weight then obviously I have to be really really strict with both of them and it's like no there's so much else going on too yeah oh absolutely yeah I totally agree with you there yeah definitely hey ladies listen up just because all your mom friends and all your relatives leak or have pelvic organ prolapse doesn't mean it's normal and it doesn't mean you have to suffer Imagine being able to do what you want and wear what you want. Feeling strong and confident and sexy, just feeling yourself again. 
you shouldn't have to limit your life in any way. You can run and play with your kids, travel, do a boot camp class, whatever lights you up. Andrea helps you get back to you. Find yourself again and become stronger than ever before, both inside and out. She even has an online community filled with women just like you who lift each other up and inspire each other to help keep moving forward. To learn more about Andrea's programs, head to the link in the show notes. Um, yeah, you kind of touched on this already, but I feel like um, all the moms I know, a lot of the time I hear that they just feel guilty for self doing self-care or trying to make a little bit of time here and there for self-care. And they just feel like they constantly have to be giving and beyond in order to like be a good mom and be a value. Um, so what are your thoughts on this? Like, have you experienced that kind of mentality? Uh, for myself, for sure. Uh, um, like for some reason, you know, a clean house or a, at least a clean counter. <laughs> <laughs> You know, for me, like, it has some importance with uh, tying to being a mom, you know, like, I don't know if that has to do with my growing up or how, you know, I saw mothers as I was growing up. Um, but yeah, definitely something there. Uh, to be honest, like our, our kitchen was clean and the rest of the house is a flipping disaster. Like, it, when I had my kids, right? Yeah. And, it's still, you know, the mess I look around and I'm like, okay, now I feel guilty that it's messy, but I'm still going to sit here and play with my kid or I'm going to take some time for myself so I don't lose my mind kind of yeah. thing, right? That's good um, that you're yeah. able to do that. Yeah, with my husband, like, right, you know, this is this is not what I would suggest necessarily as far as public floor stuff goes, but because I didn't know what I was doing, right? When mm -hmm. I hit six weeks, I got the okay from the doctor, whatever that even means um, to go ahead and go back to the gym. I was like, awesome. All right. Every other day I'm going to the gym, which was a good thing to schedule it that way. So that, you know, it, it was slotted in and it was, you know, if I want to go to the gym, drive to the gym and cry in my car for a half hour and then come home, that's fine too. Right. But yeah. that's my, whatever I wanted to do with that time, if gym intended or not, then, you know, that's what, what I, what I did and it's really important yeah to to still be a person outside of being a mother mm -hmm. right we get really caught up really yeah caught up. and I it's think really, that is key is really like the communication with your partner or whoever you live with and just making it like a non-negotiable like this is my time and I'll do with it what I wish but like I have to have this time for my sanity and my health yeah 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 and like having expectations too like if, uh, you know, if I was going to the gym, I'd be like, okay, I'm literally out of the house and back in the house within the span of an hour. So I don't need to have a phone call telling me that she's screaming her head off. She'd be screaming her head off whether I was there or not. Right. So, you know, let's, let's just deal with it just how I would deal with it, you know, and whatever. Cause yeah, there's, there's all sorts of ways to deal with a crying baby. Um, and we, we know them, you know, as, as parents, we know them and we, you, you just have to, I don't know, have that expectation that this, this is the time, this hour is mine and I can't be worried about what's happening at home. Mm -hmm. Do you, so do you see that a lot in the moms you work with, that they're always trying to like serve others in their family and do things around the house rather than make some time for themselves? 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or they always, you know, in order to make sure that they don't feel guilty or whatever, they make sure everybody is set up. Okay, we all have snacks or we have a screen or we have a whatever. Every, all, all the adults that are going to be taking care of this situation have the instructions and the backup instructions or whatever so I can at least go and take care of myself. So, yeah. you know, that's one way to deal with it for sure. Um, and, it, you know, then you can actually put your mind in whatever it is that you are doing. So, you know, going to spend some time with your ladies or go and work out or whatever it is, then you don't have to be thinking about that stuff. You've done, you know, whatever mm. you can do in that situation. Uh, and then, you know, the rest take care of itself, I guess. Yeah. I think you're a very good influence on uh, these moms. I think they should be grateful to have your influence on them because yeah, I just, see so many women um, both in my practice and just in general in my circles that are they're feeling like they have to always just give to others and and never do anything for themselves and then yeah. that's when their physical health and their mental health start suffering and then they don't seem to understand why they're like I don't understand like nothing's changed and like why is all of a sudden I'm having these problems and like because you're not taking time for yourself yeah that's right so, too and then yeah. you know if you have like if you've heard about love languages, my love language mm -hmm. is acts of service. That's my number one. So I want to do stuff for people, even if it's draining to me, but I also need people to do stuff for me so that I mm. feel loved. As well. So having sure. that message out there to the rest of my family that, you know, when you leave your socks on the floor, that is not showing me love because now I'm coming along to love you and pick up your stuff. Yeah, it's harder to for you to show love when you're getting all frustrated that you're picking up socks. Yeah, that's right, exactly. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, so I know um, in your business with like your posts and everything you do, you're really big on inspiring and kind of empowering these women to um, become the best version of themselves. So it's not just strictly like this is your pelvic floor and this is what we can do to heal it. You're kind of really supporting them in many ways to, you know, keep going with what they're doing because I think that's so important to really keep them moving forward really. And that same goes with my clients, like with any new habit and really just shifting your mindset as well. I think a lot of women just need that, that guidance and support and encouragement to make these changes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, do you think that's really important and, part you know, of your... I Oh, sorry. I was just saying, do you think yeah, that's like no, an important part of your client's journey? Right? It's just, it's just like, well, you know, going back to what we said about, you know, how people will come in to me and say, just tell me what to eat. And I'm like, but <laughs> if I tell you what to eat, then you're not learning, right? It's right. like, if I do it for you, then you're not learning. So, you know, even like in my uh, personal training and in classes and even in videos that I do, I say, you know, if, you know, this is ideal. This is what we're looking for. If X is happening to you, this is your fix for that. Pay attention to this. You know, if Y is happening to you, this is what's happening and this is how we fix it. You know, pay attention to what's going on so that you're not just going through the motions. You're not just, um, you know, like just doing what I say. You're mm -hmm. checking in with your body. You are figuring out what is working for you and what is not. No, and I always, yeah, I try and have, you know, a couple of different levels. Like I'll always introduce, you know, an exercise with this level. And if this is working really well for you and you want to challenge yourself a little more, here's where you go. And mm. then if you go here and now all of a sudden this is happening, we're going back here. 
But if, you know, XYZ is happening when you're at the level one, this is where you go. This is fine. Right. This is where we are at right now. We're not going to put ourselves to here because that's when we cause problems. So we're going to listen to our bodies, do, you know, whatever we can at this level, mm -hmm. then we're able to move up and back down, right? Because, you know, every day is going to be different. Every, yeah. you know, we have to be perfectly set up with our, with our alignment and our breath and our everything. And if it's not happening right now, we just want somewhere to go. So, mm -hmm. you know, I don't want somebody to say, how am I less than a beginner, right? There's always something you can do. Yeah. And knowing that for somebody, knowing that there's somewhere to go for them is like really, yeah, good for their mindset, right? To know that there's, yeah, that they're not just lost. They're, there's somewhere to go and that they are in control of all of that. Mm -hmm. And when they recognize, you know, this is what's happening to my body right now, oh, okay, that puts the light bulb on that this is where I need to go with that because they've heard me say it a thousand times because I repeat <laughs> myself like crazy. Um, <laughs> right? So uh, if, if they start out by just having my voice in their head, that's great. And then, you know, eventually it'll turn into they will recognize whatever's happening in their body and they'll be able to go, oh, uh, this is what I do with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want people to be able to take care of themselves. I don't want them to have to train with me forever, right? That's not the goal. Right. Like some people want that, whatever, that's fine. Ability <laughs> or whatever it is, but they don't need, right? But you know, if somebody's training me, training with me for a long time, I don't need to cue them the same way that I cued them all the time. Yeah, right. For sure. You know, they'll learn it. Um, and it just becomes accountability there. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's key with a lot of. Uh, people in the wellness community, like myself included, where people, a lot of people just want like, Hey, give me a meal plan. Like you said, like, tell me what to eat. And I'm like, okay, hey, but we also have to talk about the reason you're having these symptoms and the reason we're cutting out like these certain things because you're it's aggravating your gut health. And you have to understand like the underlying cause that way you don't always have to be like emailing me being like, Hey, Holly, can I eat this? Where you can just be like, Oh, I understand that this has a certain type of fiber. So it probably will bother me. So I should probably avoid it and just learn and right. go that way. Yeah. And the same way with, with what you do, like pay attention to your body. If you yeah. do eat that thing that you asked about and get back to you right away, then what happened after that? Like, you know, are, did mm. you get like super gassy or like what happened? So let's pay attention, right? You know, I have, um, yeah, no. I think, yeah, too many, <laughs> yeah, I know we can both go on a rant about that for a while. I think so many of us, yeah. especially women, because we're, like you said, like a lot of women are always just like, okay, I have to give to others and be serving others. We just start ignoring yeah. our own needs in general. So we like completely tune out from our body's signals. So we're yeah. like, when yeah. myself or Dr. Spark that I were to ask someone like, um, okay, when you eat this, how do you feel? They're like, uh, like they're so just like, or like, how is your bowel movements or anything along those lines? They're just like, what do you mean? Like they, cause they're so out of tune with their body. Like they don't even know what to say. So it's like, okay, let's focus on tuning in to how you feel and like check in throughout the day kind of thing. Yeah, totally the same with like what I do. Like I'll say, you know, when to somebody, you know, when do you feel your prolapse the most? Like when is this bothering you the most? And they're like, I don't know. I'm really busy. I don't bother to check in or whatever. But I think also there's like a psychological thing going on there. I know for myself, I didn't want to pay attention to it because I hated it. I didn't right. want it to be part of my life. So just ignore it and yeah. not deal with it at all. So, you know, there's that element as well. So, you know, having the mindset that 
if we are able to tune into our bodies to listen to them, then we're able to figure out, you know, what bothers it or what, you know, makes it feel okay or whatever. Even yeah. if our checking in is constant note taking, right? Yeah. Like this is how we learn stuff. We can look for patterns or we can, you know, see, you know, uh, even like monthly changes and stuff. Like as you go through the month, you're, you know, (laughs) everything's going to be different. Some Mm -hmm. people get, uh, you know, bothered by their prolapse on their period or when they're ovulating, stuff like this. It's important to note this so that we can, you know, adjust training as necessary and things like this. Yeah. I just, yeah. I I love for people to go from completely unsure to way more sure to knowing, yes, okay, this, I cannot go walking around Wonderland all day because, not that it's open, but (laughs) I can't go walking around Wonderland all day because that's going to bother my prolapse. I need to have rest time and I need to, you know, we're going to, as soon as I start to feel X, Y, Z, then we're going to, you know, call it a day kind of thing and really take charge of that. Mm -hmm. Knowing your limits. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, yeah. So do you want to share with us what's, uh, coming up next for goals and gains? Anything new projects or anything exciting that's coming up in the next six to 12 months or so? Yeah. Um, I am starting talks with, uh, a couple of groups in particular, uh, one of which is, uh, the Canadian surrogacy community which is really exciting. So I can't say too much, but there's (laughs) going to be something going on there, um, which is really cool. So uh, that's going to be kind of in the fall. And yeah, hopefully when things open back up for stuff in person, then I can uh, travel back to play a latte. I can travel to recharge and play to get in there to do the classes that I really, really had hoped to do before. Uh, all down. Yeah. So I had a couple of things planned there. So just when things open up a little bit more, then we're going to be going back into that. But yeah, for now I'm solidly booked for July training, August. Uh, I'm starting a wait list for that. So that is good news. Um, Amazing. and the word is getting out about pelvic floor, right? Yes, and I know. people I think... are, are realizing, yeah, people are realizing that it's an important thing and mm-hmm. that they're not stuck in their prolapse or their, you know, diastasis or anything that, that is something that maybe they were told that they can't do anything about or that they yeah. might need surgery or something like this. You know, we always go to our friends before we go to uh, any professional about it. So um, hopefully the friends are, are talking more about public yeah. And I think that it's so important too, because I mean, it gives them hope that like, they don't have to live this limited life. Like if they really love doing, I don't know, like extreme sports or whatever their thing is, like, or even just like you said, jumping on a trampoline with their kids, like they should be able to do that. They shouldn't have to be like, oh, I guess I'm never doing that again. Like, yeah, that's right. And really there's no like statute of t- limitations as far as like fixing your issues goes. Right. You know, um, our, our bodies can heal and they can change. And, you know, whether you're starting right at, you know, six weeks postpartum or you're starting, you know, 25 years, 30 years, 35 years postpartum, it doesn't matter. I had, um, I had a lady come to a workshop that I ran and she was in her eighties. Wow. And and of course, 
were the things that I said. She was like, oh, I can't believe you just said that. But, you know, <laughs> I warned her ahead of time. Like, we're yeah. talking about the base of the pelvis. I'm going to say vagina and anus. It's just going to happen. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, and, uh, you know, a couple weeks later, she said, I got out of the car and I didn't pee. And I was oh, like, oh, that's yeah, so amazing. Right? Like, yeah. I how old you are. Your pants is never okay. Like, you never want to be okay with that. So <laughs> that was like so amazing. This, I live for this stuff, right? Just yeah. like, hearing all the good reports. Yeah. Yeah. So don't get sucked into those commercials for Depends saying like, it's okay. Just put on your Depends. Like, no, you don't have to live like that. <laughs> totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining me today. Do you want to let everyone know where they can find you online? So online, uh, the website is goalsandgains.ca, gains with a Z, and uh, Instagram, goalsandgains.ca, no dot in there. <laughs> and uh, Facebook, goals and gains is right in there. So uh, I look forward to chatting with you more, Holly. Yeah, for sure. Thanks again for joining me. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. Hey, if you have 30 seconds to spare, if you could leave me a rating and review in your podcast app, I would greatly appreciate it. It helps women just like you discover my podcast and start their own healing journey. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you next week.